What's up, everybody? My name is Athean Pettijohn, and you're listening to the Athean Pettijohn Football Basketball Podcast, the podcast where we talk about news, rumors, previews, and reviews, and ideas about the NBA, the NFL, college football, and college basketball seasons and leagues. And today, we have a lot of stuff to talk about. Um, we have NFL, the free agency frenzy, a lot of stuff going on surrounding that. There's a new CBA for the NFL that some people agreed on, some people didn't. It changed a lot of things. Talk about that, the players' reactions. The NBA, there's a potential new season format. We've got to talk about that. Bunch of stuff to talk about. Amid the coronavirus crisis, pandemic, whatever the hell you want to call it. Amid that, there's still stuff to talk about surrounding sports, even though none of them are on. And, yeah, let's get right to it, you know? So we'll start off with NFL free agency. As of right now, 11.22 p.m., it's March 16th, 2020. As of right now, these free agents have not signed with the team yet. Jadavian Clowney, Tom Brady... Jameis Winston, Chris Harris Jr., Robbie Anderson, Melvin Gordon III, Philip Rivers, Dante Fowler Jr., and Corey Littleton. They have not signed with the NFL team yet, so they are still available. Those are the most notable ones. But... These are the main, not the main, these are the free agent signings so far for every single team and transaction. Some of these are from last month, but I got I got down the most recent ones. And we're going to review them, you know, talk about them and what effects they could have. Start off with the Arizona Cardinals. <clears throat> they transition tagged Kenyon Drake. This is, I mean, this is a great tag for the Arizona Cardinals. Kenyon Drake was top 15 ranked. Free agents this offseason He's not like a star running back But he's a running back where you can put him in the game You know get Get some um, I play well You know Momentum get some momentum He can play well he can receive he can run He's a really nice player The former Dolphin Cardinals tag him Larry Fitzgerald signed a one year deal for 11 million dollars For the Arizona Cardinals Look this is his last year in the league I feel like it's pretty obvious just a bunch of short ego deals. He's almost 40 years old. I mean, he's one of the, he's a legend. He's one of the best receivers of all time. Now, ranking him up there, that's a different topic for a different day. But he's a legend, and he's coming back for another year with Kyler Murray quarterback. And now this move right here, this was the shocker. This was a huge shocker and a steal. They trade away David Johnson, a second-round pick and a fourth-round pick, for DeAndre Hopkins in a fourth-round pick. This was such a steal. I mean, Texans, what were you thinking? If you're going to trade DeAndre Hopkins, okay, if you're going to trade him, wouldn't you want more than David Johnson, a second-round pick and a fourth-round pick? Wouldn't you want more? And why are you trading for a running back in David Johnson when you already have two? And Duke Johnson and Carlos Hyde. It just doesn't sound sense not smart. Because even if you're trying to get... Trade pieces for the draft, like trading up in the draft. Running backs are replaceable. It's look, receivers are replaceable too, but 
But when you're talking about DeAndre Hopkins, it is extremely hard to replace DeAndre Hopkins. Extremely hard. And that was a steal for Arizona. Now Arizona's going to have a really nice offense around Kenyon Drake, DeHop, Kyler Murray. Decent offensive line, not great. Decent. It's like mediocre. And you have Larry for another year. It'll be fun for Arizona fans. And Texans, I don't, I don't even know what they're doing. Next team, the Atlanta Falcons. They re-signed Tyler Davison to a three-year deal worth $12 million. $4.5 million guaranteed. It was a solid signing. He had a solid year last year. He's a former Saint. They got him last offseason. Nice extension for Tyler Davison. Hopefully you can get some good stats for the Falcons this year. It's not a bad sign, not a great signing. It's, just, it's okay. They traded a second-round pick and a fifth-round pick for Hayden Hurst after Austin Hooper departure to Cleveland. This this only happened because of the departure of Austin Hooper. This is the only reason it happened. There's no other reason they would have tried to get Hayden Hurst. But Hayden Hurst did have a great year. He was one of the main targets for Lamar in the run-slash-tight-end-based offense. Um... I mean, it's another target for Matty Ice, you know. Hopefully they can try and do better than 7-9. Atlanta's just in a hole where it's like, you just don't, like, what, what do you want them to do, you know? And when I talk about weapons, they did release De- Devontae Freeman and Desmond Trufant. I kind of agree with this, I kind of don't. Devontae Freeman, I agree with him. I mean, he just wasn't great for the locker room. And, like, when they played the Rams this year, he tried to fight Aaron Donald. That's just, that's not good. That's not mature. Desmond Trufant, nothing immature about Desmond Trufant. He just kind of declined ever since that Super Bowl loss. Kind of the whole team has declined after the Super Bowl loss. But Desmond Trufant just fell off a cliff. I think he'll get another opportunity for another team. I'm not sure which team, but he'll get another opportunity for a team that needs a corner. Or a team that needs like a backup corner. Next team, the Baltimore Ravens. They signed Michael Brockers. To a three-year deal worth $30 million and 21 mil guaranteed. Michael Brockers, he's solid. You know, he's young. They need to add to the D-line. I mean, I don't think the defense was the problem last year. I think it was just Lamar's performance in the playoffs. But helping the D-line is never bad. Defense wins championships, you know. Um, it was a great signing. You know, used a good chunk of money, but not too much. It was, it was, a, it was a pretty good signing. Michael Brockers is a great player. Now, let's trade here. Ooh. They tra- they trade a fifth-round pick. <laughs> Just a fifth-round pick for Calais Campbell, who was one of the major factors and components of Saxonville in the 2017 season. Calais Campbell, that was such a steal. To add to the D-line when they signed Michael Brockers. In the... And they signed Calais Campbell to a two-year deal worth $27 million, 20 of the 27 million are guaranteed this D-line I mean it's it's pretty scary um why not why not Baltimore I mean your defense is already great your defense is already top 10 let's make it even better and why not if I'm a Ravens fan I'm feeling great I mean you just gotta feel awesome and then they free t- they franchise tagged Matt Judon who's a really solid offensive lineman I mean offensive linemen are really important so that's a great it helps them a lot. Next, the Buffalo Bills. A few, day, a few days ago, Josh Norman got released by the Washington Redskins. A day later, 
Josh Norman is welcome in open arms for a one-year deal worth $6 million. The max value, however, is $8 million with incentives. This, I don't know, hopefully they can talk to him. Sean McDermott can, you know, get something out of Josh that we haven't seen since he played for Carolina. Um, where his main focus was not football. It was on Odo Beckham Jr. And hopefully he can go back to, you know, playing good football, which I want for anyone. But Josh Norman, he's really talented. They also re-signed Quentin Spain, their offensive lineman, to a three-year deal worth $15 million. Again, offensive lineman, they're needed, especially for Josh Allen, who is a mobile quarterback, but they love to run the football. It really helps with offensive linemen. And two other... Two more transactions for Buffalo. They, AJ Klein, the former Saint, they signed AJ Klein to a three-year deal worth $18 million. AJ Klein, he's solid... He's not great. He's not bad. A really solid pickup is going to help their defense. Also, that veteran mentality. He went to the Super Bowl with um, Carolina back when they played Denver Broncos. Didn't win, but he played a very good game. And he's been with the Saints these past years, and we can't blame him for what happened. Now, this blockbuster deal, they traded four draft picks for Stephon Diggs in a seventh rounder. This was... It wasn't a steal. It's four draft picks. But when you get Stephon Diggs with John Brown, and oh my goodness, and you have Josh Allen, they have a nice, such a young, nice team. That offensive line is just that which they resigned Quentin Spain. Sean McDermott is gonna have fun next year. I mean, Josh Allen tweeted, "I dig it," you know, like it's gonna be f- Buffalo. They're making moves. I mean, Stephon Diggs is going to make a difference. Now, he just needs to get rid of that attitude he has. Like when they were playing the Saints, first half of the wildcard game, and he was yelling at his teammates, like, that's not very mature. But as long as it brings a good attitude, Buffalo, that's a great move for them. Next team, the Carolina Panthers. They signed Kyle Allen to a one-year extension. Like they said, they're sticking with Cam Newton. Um, I don't really see the point in keeping Kyle Allen... I guess if a team desperately needs a quarterback, and if you need if you need a quarterback and you're going after Kyle Allen, you are desperate. You are like so desperate. Not trying to diminish his career or anything, but I mean the first half of the season he was out. You know he went three no four no had a nice stretch, but after that, like we said about Josh Norman, different players, different teams, well kind of, but he fell off a cliff. And I just don't see the point in keeping him. Nobody's gonna try to trade for him. They trade away Trey Turner for Russell Okung. They trade away a tackle for a guard, offensive tackle for an offensive guard. I guess they need help on the inside for Christian McCaffrey, even though McCaffrey doesn't really need all that help. Well, yeah, I guess that's for Cam Newton, who could get her again, and hey, Kyle Allen, if Cam Newton's not ready to go yet. And they signed Stephen Weatherly to two-year deal worth $12.5 million. Nice deal. Um... Not too, not that great of a player, not that bad of a player, just a solid signing for Carolina. The Chicago Bears. They signed Jimmy Graham to a two-year deal worth $16 million. Jimmy Graham, he's not the same player, but he's still a very respected and, you know, he's a great tight end in this league. He, he's not top three or anything, but he's definitely up there. 
when I think of great tight ends, I think of Jimmy Graham. They extended Danny Trevathan to a three-year deal worth $21.75 million. Max, 24 mil. And 14 million in guarantees. Which, you know, he's a very great... He's a good linebacker for the Bears. Knows the team well. He can command the defense a little. Besides Khalil Mack and A. Jackson, he's a great player. And since this morning, they have been finalizing a deal with Teddy Bridgewater. If this this deal gets finalized, and they get Teddy Bridgewater, first of all, they don't have to worry about Trubisky. Second of all, Teddy Bridgewater, I mean, they give him Jimmy Graham. They already have Allen Robinson, Tariq Cohen. They have some guys that can run the football. And, I mean, you coach him right. Teddy knows how to win. He hasn't won the Super Bowl or anything, or he's gotten really deep in the playoffs, but he knows how to win. Went 5-0 with the Saints this year, for example, when they were out of hope when Breeze got hurt. Now, Cincinnati Bengals, nothing much, but they franchise-tagged A.J. Green. Why? Because when they take Burrow with the first pick, which they should, franchise tag has got one year. If A.J. Green has an outstanding year, and so does Burrow, they'll obviously extend him to a big, fat contract. But this is kind of a test, you know? Now, the Cleveland Browns, they went hard, like last year. Um, they signed Jack Conklin, probably the best offensive lineman in free agency this year in the market, to a three-year deal worth $42 million, $30 million guaranteed. This is an outstanding signing. Look, part of it was his fault last season, but part of it was also the offensive line. It was terrible. Um, most, most of the bad throws were because he was rolling out of the pocket and he didn't have time to throw the ball all the way. Why? Because of the offensive lineman. He didn't have a great year. Part of it's his fault, but then part of it's the offensive line's fault. And improving the offensive line is going to help Baker a lot. Austin Hooper on a four-year deal worth $44 million, $23 million guaranteed in the first two years. Oh, this signing was amazing. It's my favorite signing out of any of the signings for the Browns. Honestly, besides Diggs or Hopkins, it was probably the best transaction for a team so far I've listed Austin Hooper's a great tight end. He was pro bowler two years ago for the Atlanta Falcons. Um, Kevin Stefanski is an offensive head coach, former offensive coordinator for the Vikings, in which they had a lot of weapons on that team, a lot of weapons in this team. Austin Hooper's going to bring a lot to the table. Kareem Hunt on a second-round tender. Yeah, in mean, worst-case scenario, what? He doesn't work out, you get a second-round pick. But Kareem Hunt, amid the incident that TMZ caught when he kicked the woman, which that was very messed up. It wasn't mature at all. You know, he's trying to trying to bring his career back. And he played solid in the last half of the year with the Browns last year. Let's see if he can have a good year. You know? With Nick Chubb. Then they signed Case Keenum on a three-year deal worth $18 million. Ten of the million is guaranteed. Look, this Baker, if you're Baker Mayfield, and they signed Case Keenum, why do you, I mean, what, Baker, what, you're 24, 25, around that age? You're a third-year player? You know what you're thinking? I know what he's thinking. He's thinking, they're trying to replace me already. I have one bad year and they're trying to replace me. How do you think you would feel? If you're Baker Mayfield, how do you feel? You feel like they don't they don't think you can be the starter. They would rather have Case Keenum as the starter. Why else would they pay him thirty million? Over over how many? They're paying him no eighteen million over three years. That's six million a year. 
They're paying him six million a year to be the backup. So you know what, Baker? They don't think you're going to last. So if you're Baker Mayfield, you got all the adversity right now. That signing is a sign that helps Baker the most. Think about it intellectually. Next, the Dallas Cowboys. <clears throat> Resign Blake Jarwin to a three-year deal worth $24.25 million. $9.25 million is guaranteed. Blake Jarwin is a pretty solid tight end for Dallas. He had a very solid year along with Jason Witten on the team. And he's a guy for Dak to throw the ball to, who we'll get to Dak in a minute. Dak Prescott, an exclusive franchise tag. This is outright disrespectful. So, Jerry Jones, you have an elite quarterback who you can argue if he is an elite, but he's elite. Just look at the stat sheet because the 8-8 eight eight record was not his fault. Dak Prescott is not the reason for that record and the missing of the playoffs. How do you not give him a massive contract? How? You really give him a franchise tag? I don't care if it's exclusive. A franchise tag? You paid Ezekiel Elliott before... Like, you gave Ezekiel an actual deal. You gave Blake Jarwin an actual deal. You won't give Dak Prescott a deal? He led you to a 13-3 record in rookie year. And if it wasn't for the heroics of Aaron Rodgers, he might have been to the Super Bowl. We don't know what happened in Cowboys versus Falcons, but Aaron Rodgers and Martellus Bennett and they just and Crosby, Mason Crosby, they ruined that. How do you not give him a contract? It's embarrassing. And Dak, expect him to have a huge year. And just outright being pissed. I would be too. Next, last major one for the Cowboys as of right now. Amari Cooper re-signed to a five-year deal worth $100 million. That's $20 million a year. That's a lot of money. That is a lot of money. Not Michael Thomas money, not Julio money, but that's a lot of money. Um, He had a great year. He didn't really show up in the big games. So, I mean, you know, <clears throat> you would say he kind of underperformed. But then again, when you're offered a deal like this, you are not going to underperform. Look at Michael Thomas. You saw the deal he got. What do you do the year after? He broke almost every record. And he already owns basically every Saints wide receiver record. And what, he's a third, fourth, fifth year player? I expect him to have a crazy year. Great job by the Cowboys in that regard. The Denver Broncos. This happened a few days ago. They trade away just a fourth round pick for A.J. Boye from the Jacksonville Jaguars. This was a great pickup because Chris Harris Jr. was walking out the door. We don't know where he's going yet, but he's, he's out of the door. And you need a, you desperately need a corner. And A.J. Boye, you can argue he's washed or whatever. That's just because the Jacksonville Jaguars are a washed team at the moment. In present day time, A.J. Boye is a great pickup for him. Graham Glasgow for a four-year deal worth $44 million, 25 mil guaranteed. They need to work on the offensive line. That's the only problem. The only problem has been a quarterback on the offensive line. They kind of, they think they have a quarterback in Drew Locke. I think they do. And working on the offensive line is great. It helps them a lot. They franchise tagged Justin Tim Simmons a few days ago. He's a safety. Hasn't proven much. I think they're trying to make a splash. That's why they're just franchise tagging him. I expect a big deal next year. Or it'll be a trade piece. They'll try and trade for somebody else. Justin Timmons is a great player. Let's see. It's, 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 a, good, it's a good move. Next, the Detroit Lions. They signed Jamie Collins for a three-year deal worth $30 million, 18 of the 30 guaranteed. 
Jamie Collins is an amazing player. Um, great outside linebacker. He's a great tackler. He can get pre- he can pressure the quarterback. Good hands. He can intercept the ball. He's a great player. Um, that's it's a great deal. Jimmy Collins is going to go off next year. Now Viatai, offensive lineman, signed for a five-year deal worth fifty million dollars. Another player, he can do his job. He can do his, take his assignment and do it well. Great player. I think he'll be great for the Lions next year. Next, the Green Bay Packers they signed linebacker Christian Kirksey on a two-year deal for sixteen million dollars. Christian Kirksey, again, another linebacker. Oh, just. Adding to that defense. I mean, you saw what the Niners did to them. They need more defense. And this, it'll help a lot. I mean, Christian Curtis can ball, the former Cleveland Brown. They signed Rick Wagner. They agreed to terms. Um, I mean, solid player. Just keep him on the roster. Next, the Houston Texans. They were pretty busy today, whether in a good or bad way. They re-signed Cammie Fairburn, their kicker, on a four-year deal worth $17.65 million. Nine of the million is guaranteed. He had a great year kick, kick, yeah, kicking the football. Um, Yeah, he's a probably top 10 kicker in the league. It's If you have a kicker and you know he's good, he's reliable, you can keep him. He's nice and young. That sounded kind of weird. No, no, um, you keep him. That's what the Houston Texans did. They gave him a great deal. They re-signed Darren Fells on a two-year deal worth $7 million, roughly three and a half million a year. Yeah, Darren Fells. He had a great year at tight end. Deshaun Watson makes everyone look good, but Darren Fells, you know, had a great year. In this trade, like I talked about a few minutes ago, trade Hopkins and a fourth-rounder for David Johnson, a second and a fourth. This trade was terrible for Houston. Three running backs, you're not going to win with that. You're not going to trade for a good player with that. It's just it's not, it's not going to work. I'm sorry. That trade. And they re-signed Bradley Roby to a three-year deal worth $36 million. It was a great sign. Keeping a nice player in the, t- in the nice team. Um, I agree with it. It's, it's a good move. It's just the Hawkins trade is just nasty. I mean, <clears throat> it's just terrible. The Indianapolis Colts. Indianapolis Colts. They traded, they traded the first-round pick, 13th pick in the draft. And they received DeForest Buckner from the San Francisco 49ers. Now they will pay DeForest Buckner around $21 million per year on the new contract after they received him from the trade. DeForest Buckner is a great defense tackle. Um, if the Colts want to get someone like a Phillip Rivers, it's great to have a great defense and make it even better. Along with Darius Leonard, who's a top five, top ten linebacker in the league, one defensive rookie of the year a couple years back. Um... Force Buckner is a great player. The Niners are probably gonna trade up or draft a great player with the thirteenth pick. Um, it's a it's a win win. They re-signed Anthony Costanza to your deal worth thirty three million dollars. Just keep on adding up. Off the line, it works. It's great. Useful position. Jackson for Jaguars. Franchise tag Yannick Ngakwe. Great defense tackle. Are they trying to splash free agency? I don't know. But the franchise tag, I mean, it's not bad. It's not good. It's, it's an okay sign. <clears throat> the Super Bowl champion, Kansas City Chiefs. Franchise tag, Chris Jones. Okay. Chris Jones. He's one of the reasons we, well, no, not, no, we, the Kansas City Chiefs won the Super Bowl or even made it there. So why are you just franchise tagging him? Give him a good deal. 
Unless you're trying to get somebody like a Chris Harris Jr. I don't see the point in just franchise tagging him. But. And same thing right here. Damian Williams picked up a contract option worth $2.3 million in 2020. The suit damn near deserved the Super Bowl MVP if it wasn't for Mahomes' heroics. And you only give him $2.3 million? Yeah, I don't... He needs to be paid more. He's one of the reasons the Chiefs won the big game, and I don't know why you're not paying him more. But now the Raiders. They signed Nick Kwiatkowski to a three-year deal worth $21 million. $13.5 million is guaranteed. The former linebacker for the Bears. He had a great year. Bears did not have a great year. Didn't make the playoffs. They just went eight and eight. Mediocre year. Just five hundred. But he had a good year. I mean, Nick had a great year. It's great signing. Marcus Mariota agreed the terms on the contract. No numbers yet, but they agreed the terms. This I like the signing, but the question mark is: Did you remember you have Derek Carr? Because three years ago, he signed a five-year deal. So, are you saying bye to Derek Carr? Is he gone? Um, and Do you really trust Marcus Mariota? Because you saw what happened in Tennessee. What, they were 2-4 and four with Mariota? They put in Tannehill and everything got better. So, you think you're just going to... John Gruden, you think you're just going to work with Mariota? I don't know. It's fishy to me. And I don't even like going fishing. I haven't been to many lakes. But it's just, it's very fishy. Um... I don't know about that. And the Los Angeles Chargers. They re-signed Austin Eckler to a four-year deal worth $24.5 million. 15 of the mil is guaranteed. This was a great signing. Austin Eckler is one of the most underrated running backs in football. Has been since his rookie year, which was the year before last. He's a great player. Um, and he can do great things in the league. He can be one of his players, especially with Melvin Gordon. A free agent. They really it's nice to have a running back. No matter who your quarterback is, whether it might be Justin Herbert or whoever it may be. Great signing. Oh, great re signing, I should say. They franchise tagged Hunter Henry. Again. Franchise tags mainly because if they're trying to get Brady, which they're one of three teams interested in Brady. A great signing. I mean, yeah, great franchise tag, you know. It's smart. Um, and they made a trade along back to the Panthers. They traded Russell O'Kong for Trey Turner. Yeah, I mean, they just rather have outside help than inside help. That's all it really is. Now, the Los Angeles Rams are the only team to not make a major acquisition so far. They lost a couple players to free agency. Michael Brockers. Um, Corey Littleton. Robert Fowler. Uh, Dante Fowler Jr. I mean, they lost those players. I saw that. There's really nothing that they've done or not done. Well, everything they've not done, nothing they've done. The Miami Dolphins. They're busy. The Miami Dolphins signed Eric Flowers to a three-year deal worth $30 million. 19.95 in the mill is guaranteed. Great signing. A very solid player to add to this young and just dismal team. Trying Look on the bright side. I mean, you're making some good signings, you know? They had the most money coming in the free agency for the free agent market to spend. I'm pretty sure they have the most full first-round draft picks, draft picks in general. I mean, they're they're doing good so far. 
They signed Byron Jones to a multi-year deal around 17 mil per year. This would make him the highest paid corner in the league. <clears throat> um, great player. He adds to the secondary, which is great for them. They debatably have the best secondary in the league now with the signing of Byron Jones. And they have Xavier Howard. So, I mean, great signing for mine. Um, they signed Shaq Lawson to a three-year deal worth $30 million. Nice defender. They need defense, and defense they will add. Nice linebacker. He can rush. He can tackle. That's what you need if you're Miami. They signed another linebacker, Kyle Van Noy, the former New England Patriot, to a four-year deal worth $51 million, 30 mil guaranteed. A lot of money to spend. Kyle Van Noy is a really solid player. Now, outside of Byron Jones and maybe Eric Flowers, I kind of feel like they're pulling the Knicks right now. You got all this money, and this is who you're getting them. Not bad players. It's just you have great, better opportunities. I mean, I like the Sonics so far. I mean, they have a lot of opportunities left to get even better. Mm. The Minnesota Vikings signed, re-signed their fullback, C.J. Ham to a four-year deal worth $12.25 million. Okay, is it cool to re-sign a fullback? Of course it is. Would you give him $12.5 million? I don't know. That just seems too much for a fullback, but if they're running their offense differently, now that Kevin's defense is gone, I mean, maybe it's a good signing. I just don't see it as a very valuable player. As I'll say C.J. Hammond is a very valuable player. I just don't. <clears throat> Anthony Harris, they franchise tagged him. Really solid safety. Let's tag him, see how he does this year. I mean, solid move. Um, Eric Wilson on a second-round tender. Again, another player. Worst case scenario, you get a second round pick. A really solid player. We'll see how he plays in Minnesota. Um, they trade, they no, they don't trade. They re sign Kirk Cousins on a two year, 60 mil deal. Okay, I understand he made it. He finally, y'all made the playoffs second year. I understand y'all beat the Saints. I understand all that. But with all these quarterbacks in the market, would, or Kirk Cousins, would, would you really re sign him? I just, I just, he's, he can be great in certain, play, on certain games. But outside of that Saints game, there hasn't been a game where he's played a really good opponent, and it's like, he, we can win with him, you know? Not a Vikings fan, it's just that perspective, you know? I just, I don't, I don't see why. And the trade we talked about earlier, they traced Stephon Diggs in a second rounder for multiple draft picks, which is four. That's a win-win. You know, Diggs messing up the locker room. Get that bullshit out of here, you know? If you're messing up the locker room, why are, why are you still here? They get four draft picks, one win, Buffalo, and for Minnesota. Now, New England Patriots, oh, they got something I can do. Um, they re-signed Devin McCourty to a two-year deal worth $23 million, 17 mil guaranteed. Devin McCourty, great safety. Um, It's a great re-signing. Got to keep... If Brady's gone, you can't really get a quarterback. You gotta keep the defense good, you know. The resign Matthew Slater, wide receiver, on a two-year deal worth five point three million dollars, two point three seventy-five in millions guaranteed. Slot wide receiver, sign him on almost a minimum deal. It's a good deal. He had a solid year. They franchise tagged Joe Thunny, which was one of the most surprising moves I've seen today, and the people have said was surprising today. We expected another team to pick him up on the offensive line. But I don't know, maybe your next quarterback, maybe they got have an idea. 
Now the New Orleans Saints. They re-signed even tackle David Onyemata on a three-year deal worth $27 million for New Orleans Saints. They need to keep their defense good, you know. Breeze is going to run it back this year, this season, which will 100% be his last season. There's no debate that this season will be his last season. So I need to keep the defense good. David Onyemata, great player. Not an outstanding player, not a bad player. just a great player. He's going to be really good for the team this year, which they're trying to contend for another Super Bowl. Make one more run. The New York... Football Giants signed James Bradbury. Yeah, James Bradbury, the former corner for the Carolina Panthers, on a three-year deal worth forty-five million dollars. Thirty-two of the most guaranteed. Thirty-two million guaranteed. He's a great corner. I love the signing. I mean, they need to work on their. They just need to work on their whole team. But it helps for that. That's a great signing. And they franchise tag Leonard Williams. Leonard Williams is kind of a bust. I'm not gonna lie. But let's, let's see if he can improve drastically this year. You know, it's a it's a good move by the New York Jets. Now, New York Jets signed George Font to a three-year deal worth twenty-seven point three million dollars, max value of thirty. Good signing. Jets can't really do much right now. Um, you hope they play really good this year. I mean, what do you do if you're the Jets? You kind of hope you draft a Hall of Famer. I mean, that's. And Sam Darnold, you gotta stay healthy. Hopefully, he's not seeing any more gross because I said that. <laughs> um, the Philadelphia Eagles signed Javon Hargrave on a three-year deal, thirty-nine million dollars, twenty-six mil guaranteed. It's a good signing. Javon Hargrave, very solid player. Great signing for Philly. The Pittsburgh Steelers franchise tagged Bud Dupree, who. You know, I don't feel bad for Bud Dupree in this situation. He's one of the dirtiest players in the league. But if that's how you want to get paid, that's how you want to get paid, you know. You can always get rid of him. The San Francisco 49ers, we talked about this trade earlier. They traded away DeForest Buckner for the 13th pick in the draft in the first round. Win-win for both teams, like I said. Um, hopefully they do something with that first-round draft pick. Make good decision. They re-signed it. Eric Armstead on a five-year deal worth $85 million, 48.5 in the mills guaranteed. Great, great, great contract extension for the San Francisco 49ers. DeForce, no. Eric Armstead was, in my opinion, besides Nick Bosa, the best defensive lineman this year. That's not an insult. He's an amazing player. Had a great year. He's going to have a great, he's going to continue to have a great career. The Seattle Seahawks. Resign their tight end Jacob Hollister on a second round tender. Had a solid year last year. Hopefully, continue to do that. You know, they extend him with a trade for the second rounder. You know, it's not, it's a, it's a win lead. You know, it doesn't matter. They signed Greg Olson on a one year deal worth $7 million last month. Greg Olson, I mean, he could be washed. Maybe he isn't. He's a veteran. Russell Wilson's a veteran. It's, it's all around a good signing. They re-signed the tackle Jerron Reed on a two-year deal worth $23 million. Nice signing. I mean, <clears throat> he was really solid last year. Hopefully, continue to be solid or you can get better as he goes throughout his great career so far. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers, one of those teams trying to get Brady. Maybe this is why. As they franchise tag Shaq Barrett, who had 16 and a half sacks, there's a reason why you franchise a tag dude with 16 and a half sacks. Because you're trying to use the rest of your money for a guy like Tom Brady. And they re-signed JPP, Jason Pierre-Paul, on a two-year deal worth $27 million. They're trying to get Brady. That's all that. That's all those two moves say. They're trying to get Tom Brady. 
Uh, Jameis Winston's gone. I hope Jameis can find a job. <laughs> the Tennessee Titans, they franchise tag Derrick Henry. And, yeah, nice move. I mean, King Henry, right? All hail King Henry. Outstanding, he's a loose lane rusher. Almost carried him to the Super Bowl. Had a historic stretch. He's insane. Great job by the Tennessee Titans. They re-signed, well, they signed Dennis Kelly to a three-year deal worth $21 million. $8.75 million guaranteed. Dennis Kelly, that's a pretty good signing. Trying to help the team. Good signing for Tennessee. They extended Ryan Tannehill for, to a four-year deal worth $118 million. A $62 million of the dollars guaranteed. When I saw this this morning, I was like, okay. I kind of expected this, but did I expect that much money? No. That's just a W for Ryan Tannehill and the team. They're, that play action is deadly. And will continue to be deadly. And the Washington Redskins. Franchise tag Brandon Scherf. Just help off his line, you know. Franchise tag him, see how he plays this year. Um, they signed Wes Schweitzer to a three-year deal worth $3.5 million. Not that much cap room. They always saw an offensive lineman trying to work the offensive line to help a young team. And, yeah, that's all they can really do. I mean, they don't really have much to work with. So, I mean, <laughs> it's, just, it's the Redskins, you know? And that is it for the first day of free agency. Um, so, yeah, that is NFL free agency frenzy day one. There will definitely be more, but that's day one. Now, the 2021 CBA NFL negotiations changed some policies and rules around the league. Um, there's no more drug testing for marijuana. Josh Gordon's got to be pissed right now. But, I mean, maybe the Bills GM was on that before the Hopkins trade. Maybe he saw that. He was like, I'm going to roll this blunt real quick, you know? There's a 17-game season announced at 16 games. Um, now I had another game. Now there's 14 playoff teams instead of... There's 12, and there's the only team left by week is the first seed. So the second one play the seventh, three play the six, four play the five. And players had reactions via Twitter, which I will read out a few of them. Allen Robinson the second, trash, freaking trash. Here's a quote by Eric Ebron. He tweeted out. Can't believe we agreed to that. Laugh out loud. We can only play this game for so long, and y'all didn't want everything we could get out of it. So much fucking hate. 2030, y'all better do better. Dears from Lenard, linebacker for the Indianapolis Colts. Man, I'm so hot, bro. Not as in himself calling him hot, but as in he's pissed, you know? He's a right to be pissed. Marlon Humphrey, cornerback for the Baltimore Ravens. Around 500 players didn't even vote on new CBA. Shake my head. Meaning 500 of the players didn't even get to vote on it. Estefan Gilmore, jokingly, four massages a week during the season is going to have to boost that up to six. Meaning have to get more massages during the season. Um, yeah, so apparently the it only got agreed to by 60 votes. And 500 of the players didn't even get to vote on it. Now, as a fan's perspective, we obviously love in more football. More football. We, we love football. We love seeing more football. But as a player, 
you know, <clears throat> I can see why you can be, you have a right to be mad and pissed and stuff, you know, you have to play longer, you're already putting your body on the line whenever you play, to play longer, it's gonna not be literally damaging, and, I mean, it's gonna, you gotta deal with it, you know, tough life, but you gotta deal with it, and, um, off to the NBA, this is a new potential NBA season format. This isn't 100%, but it's potential. Mid-June will be the start of the NBA playoffs. Early August will be the NBA Finals. End of August will be the NBA Draft. September 1st will be the start of free agency. September 10th, summer, or we call it the Fall League. You know, all the rookies in second year, like sophomores playing. December 10th, training camp opens. December 25th, regular season opens. 82-game regular season. Mid-June, regular season ends. Into the playoffs, which are also which start mid-June. Um, okay. I'm going to say a player's perspective here. Okay, if you're a player, specifically Kevin Durant, Kyrie Irving, if the playoffs don't start, I mean... Like June, then Kevin Durant and Kyrie, they can come back. And everyone will be healthy for the playoffs. So, I mean, and then if you're a fan, if you're a fan of basketball and football, it's, first of all, it starts on Christmas. Think of a better way to have your Christmas, you know. And, you know, the end of the season in free agency rolls right into football season. I mean, college, NFL, all that. So, I mean, it's just... It'd be very exciting, just fun, great time. Sports would just flow better, you know? It's like, it's just perfect. And it's just, it worked out. So, so yeah, that's basically what's going on. Um, if you enjoyed this at all, just subscribe to it, you know? Sub- subscribe to my pod. Not pods as in, like, vapor or anything, but, like, pods as in the podcast, you know? You can follow me on my Snapchat at BallerClass2023. You can follow me on Instagram. Um, it's me with MP. Uh, you can follow, you know, just follow, you know? Why not? Um, well, that was, that was the Impact John Football Basketball Podcast. And, yeah, wash your hands.